What is up, fellow Benchwarmers? Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Benchwarmers. I'm your host, JJT with Komish. Today, we are talking about the last four teams in our depth chart analysis. We have here Komish. Komish, yeah. last stretch, four more teams. Uh, before we get on to other topics, uh, today we're going to be talking about Portland, Sacramento, Toronto, and Washington. Some in very interesting teams as well. So let's get it on as I share my screen so you'll see who are the players. Portland starters. Yeah, okay. Um, um, I guess it's Dean, uh, Simons, yes. Grant are for starters, uh, Nurkic is a starter. Um, yeah, Josh Hart, I guess, should start. You know, but I'm always, you know, I don't, I'm not even sure if Josh Hart would start because uh, I feel like maybe Peyton starts from some time to time. That would be a very small lineup, though, if they start Lillard, Simons, and Peyton. Or I think L- that Nasser. lineup, yeah, I think Nasser will be the player that would start. Uh, I would say that that three small lineup that we just mentioned, that they will parade that during the game. In the season, but not probably as starters. Uh, so I think it's either Josh Hart or Nasser Little as the other starter. Uh, I could see Nasser because Josh Hart, they, they'll need some help off the bench. Uh, they need some scoring if they're going to start Simons and Lillard. So they need some scoring off the bench. So I think Josh Hart could be... Uh, the that's his out. usual role, right? I mean, yes, he's yes. usually the sixth man there in, in the past yeah. teams. Or not just the six man, maybe a bench player, but he is more than just a bench player here in Portland, because uh, he's probably the what fifth best player here, um, behind Lillard, Simons, Grant, and Nurkic. So those are the starters. Uh, Lillard, there's a lot of concerns about Lillard, but still being you know picked first round, uh, maybe just because of also another situation where there's just not too many options there in the first round as well. Um, I know we're, we talked about this. We're not as worried with Lillard, uh, you know, you know, being out of the first round. How do you see, do you see Lillard uh, having a bounce back here this year, yes. fantasy-wise? Uh, we, we, I've said it a lot of times. Uh, he's been playing hurt. A lot of seasons. Then last year, it just took a stall on him after the Olympics. Of course, he played the Olympics, so that's also worse. So he and, should be better, right? Yes. And I, I look at it differently. When when people see last year, this guy got injured, injured, injured. If that guy is an injury-prone player like AD, like Zion or whoever, then yes, that, that has some, some... You have to look into that. But if it's a player like, let's say, Chris Middleton... We just talked about last episode. Now Damian Lillard. They don't really have his injury history. Maybe it's just a wear and tear because they played nonstop. And what happened last year might actually help them. And that's what I think is the case with Lillard. It helps him that now he's healthy, 100% healthy. So what do you think he can do, right, uh, if he's healthy? Yeah. And he's motivated. He has a new contract. And they would be trying to contend. He has a new you know, new teammates in Jeremy. And then, of course, Simons is now his partner before his backup. Josh Hart, he hasn't played with him. 
So, uh, he's going to be motivated. He's healthy. I like Lillard even in a top 10 for me. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like, you know, Portland would be, quote-unquote, tanking this season. Uh, they might at least contend for to get into that playoffs. Try. Yeah, at least try. Play Not in. like last yeah. year. Not like last year where India yeah. had yeah. so many fantasy, you know, uh, options towards the end of the season. So many silly, silly season fantasy options like Trendon Watford. Uh, Keon Johnson or something. They're still there. Keon Johnson, Brandon Williams, right? Brandon These guys Williams, are familiar yeah. names. Um, but at this point, none of them will be fantasy relevant. Uh, Drew Eubanks, the win, the the winning. Yeah, I was just going there. The center spot though is not as deep. Uh, this year with Eubanks backing up Nurkic. Nurkic also had and a decent actually, Greg year Brown is the center. Greg Brown, I think Greg Brown is a power forward center, so he should be there. But yeah, yeah it's not that deep. It's not, not, not really a very deep uh, position. Had a, had a better, uh, I guess, better fantasy year last season. But uh, again, injuries was not good. He played well during the qualifiers. Um, well, yeah, I think he's, he had some well. good, he's had some good games. Uh, Nurkic, two years ago, was overdrafted. Right over, you know, drafted a little too high second rounder. We made those mistakes. Uh, I included had some teams with Nurkic being picked in the second round last year. He was picked lower, sometimes somewhere in the forties. Maybe you know, if you get lucky, sometimes somewhere in the fifties. So the expectations weren't too high. Now this year, heading into this year, where do you see Nurkic? Still there, forties, fifties? Because I can, I can. Yeah, see still there, a little lower. He would. He has dropped a little lower. I think sometimes he goes to the early 60s, but his rank is 59th in Yahoo, so his ADP will will be around that range. Will be around the late mid fifth, start the mid 50s to the lower 60s. Again, he's now older. I guess people are. He's not like a Sengun because you know I, someone like Sengun is of course the new apple of the eye of manager, so they will go to those players first, uh, the younger ones before Nurkic and. The problems of Nurkic as a player, as a fantasy asset, it's very, very clear. You know, he, he's a high turnover center because, again, offense goes through him and he can't shoot free throws. He doesn't block also as, as a center, 0.6. That might, people might not know that, but he's not, I don't know what happened. Uh, he used to right. block shots. He used to have so, great stocks numbers, right? Well, then after I don't know what happened two years ago. That it started two years ago when he disappointed. I think it months. started mostly when he went to Portland. I mean, that's where it really, it really, it really went down. Or maybe he just had a good bubble. Because I think that's where his value went up. During the bubble, he played some great games there. Some great, uh, you know, stats. He he showed some great stats, and I think that's where his value uh, moved up uh, for the following year. Uh, true, true. Uh, that, that that's possible. Uh, but it's weird. It's just from. Well, you you you're right. I mean, he was two blocks a game during that time. Now it's 0. 0.6. So maybe that's, that's 
it's more of that was an aberration. Maybe that was just a fluke uh, period. but uh, Or maybe he's getting older. Or maybe the defensive scheme's just different. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, you know, their, their scheme is more of conservative than than being aggressive. Or, so maybe, or maybe they don't play defense anymore. Because if you look at this lineup, I don't think uh, anyone other than maybe some Nasser Little here and there or their bench players can play defense. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The defense, but their coach is Chauncey Billups now. So Chauncey is known for defense. Supposedly, they fired their previous coach because of defense. So they want to be more defensive as a team. And they got Jeremy Grant and Josh Hartz and this Nasser Littles trying to uh, help in that department. And Gary Payton also. So they're trying to play defense. But, you know, defense sometimes, it's not just blocking. Uh, You know, being able as a center, just being... Uh, whether you show or whether you don't show on pick and rolls on ball screens, there are lots of uh intricacies there. So I think the the Chauncey Billups uh scheme in defensively might be not conducive to him getting blocks right. or yeah. registering blocks because Nurkic just averaged one point one steals still last year. So there are still some yeah, for a center. Guys. He's a good steals guy. Yeah. Uh, just not the blocks yet. Well, at least hopefully he, he gets that back. Now, Jeremy Grant, uh, before we talked about some prob- probable uh, sleepers or bust, Jeremy Grant is the new acquisition here in Portland. Um, are you... I, I'm a bit lukewarm on Jeremy Grant, uh, except for that year wherein, you know, I picked him in a lot of leagues because I felt like he was going to, you know, do well. That was the first year in Detroit, I think. Uh, that's what happened. Uh, right now, I'm not as high on Jeremy Grant. Um, just because I don't think he's done... Well, I'm not sure what's going to happen in Portland, but uh, because in Detroit, it's like, it's sure he's not going to finish the season. Um, and he's... The defensive stats aren't as good anymore. So, what are your thoughts on Jeremy Grant? I think he's the answer if you ask me who's the bust here. Who's the possible bust in this lineup? It's Jeremy Grant. No, Nurkic, we said, uh, has lots of holes now in his game. But at 60s, I think for a center, I think that's, that's still okay. He's a solid, still but a solid Grant's center. Grant's going lower, I think. Grant's going lower, but not low enough. Grant is going 80. around. So, you uh, think he's 80s. around 100? Below 100? It's just below. like... um. Um, if Lillard is healthy, Simons averaged 17 to 18 points last year. Lillard, you expect him to average 25, 26, maybe even more. Then, of course, there's Josh Hart who can score. And there's Nurkic who averaged 15 to 16. Josh Hart will average 12, 13, 14. Uh, How many points do you think Jeremy Grant will average? Uh, In Detroit, he averaged 22.3 and then 19.2. But before that, in Denver, he averaged 12, 13, 8, 5, 8, those previous seasons. So, uh no, you're talking about scoring like, wise, but yeah, Jeremy Grant should be able to contribute a lot more, which he did in Denver. Yeah, but he's never been top hundred in Denver. His his stocks in Denver was and even in Detroit was okay, 0.7 steals, 0.8 blocks, 0.6 steals, 0.9 steals. Again, people are thinking Jeremy Grant is like Matisse Taibul that he can steal 1.5, 1.6. He's never done that in his career. He's never averaged one steal in his whole career. His highest is 0.9. Uh, no, 0.8. Uh, 
and then point nine last year in Detroit. So he's not really a steals steals guy. Uh, blocks wise, yeah, maybe he can block okay for a power forward, small forward, but still not something you know out of there. It's just that if you put a twenty two, if you make him a twenty two, the twenty to twenty two point scorer, this all make this all looks better. You know, twenty two points, four rebounds. Three assists, yeah. you know, eight steals, one block. That's and then of course he can shoot three pointers, you know, around two or two three pointers. That becomes a well rounded line. But if you make him around 13, 14 points, maybe four rebounds, you know, a couple of assists, and then less than a steal game, and then just one block, and then almost you know one point five threes, maybe it's okay. But it's not, you know, not top eighty, I think. Uh, so maybe. You know, uh, he could he could be overdrafted this year. Yeah. Um, so he's your bust. I I kind of agree. I think he's he's not going to be as good anymore. Uh, who do you think surprises here? Does Josh Hart still surprise? I I have to either it's going to be Simons or Josh Hart who's going to uh, surprise um, you. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Um, surprise wise, I have to be honest. I'm not really that. I'm not really that. Um, I I'm not that sure with with Portland with how things would be. But I I can say Nasser maybe Nasser. Uh, is a guy that might surprise. I know there's Jeremy Grant there. There's Josh Hart, but he showed uh something to me last year. And if he can get to twenty five minutes, maybe. Uh, get healthy, get the 20, 20, 25 minutes, maybe they uh, it could be the surprise here. Outside 25 of him, minutes is too, too, a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot, yes. That's I a know. lot coming uh, from, you know, ask, that's a lot of ask for someone who's going to be behind maybe Jeremy Grant and someone who just, who will be coming off, uh, what, an ACL? I think he suffered an ACL injury, right? I think it's not an ACL. I think uh, it's a season-ending in- injury. I forgot what injury. Yeah, is. but but I don't think it's an ACL. But I think, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. But if you really want a surprise that could um, potentially be, you know, fantasy relevant, he's the guy I see here because Shadon Sharp. I really don't know this guy. <laughs> I mean, he was pick seventh, and then people are saying that he's like Paul George, but we didn't. He didn't play college. He didn't play his last year in high school. He played seven minutes in summer league. So all we have from him is like when he was really, really young. So yeah, he could be Paul George. He could surprise. But I have to be honest, I, I really don't know about him. <laughs> this but, Hayden Sharp guy. You know, maybe Drew Eubanks surprises us in... Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> some, but some nice Portland season will be, you know, in the toilet bowl already if Eubanks uh, actually surprises us and gets minutes again. <laughs> Jabari Walker. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll put a name out there for very, very, very deep leagues out there. Again, he's also like Nazari Little. He's also in the forward mix. Jabari Walker is a rookie. He was picked in the 50s. But this guy's good. Uh, this guy's good. So, I, over Trendon, over Winslow, I think Jabari is someone you could He's the son of Samaki Walker, if you guys remember him, the player from the Lakers before. And uh, he impressed. He impressed a lot. 
in the summer league. So Jabari Walker is for very deep leagues. For very no, deep leagues. We don't remember Somaki Walker. Uh, our age don't allow us to remember Somaki Walker. Let's move on to Sacramento. Um, another well, the Sacramento looks deep actually. Um, but I don't know if yeah. they're gonna be good. But uh, so starters first five. You know, the Iron Fox. Uh, Barnes starts. I think is Murray a power forward? Yeah, Murray is three four. Yeah, he's gonna start. I think he's gonna start as alongside yeah, he's gonna Barnes. Start. And then Sabonis is gonna start. Sabonis. I think Monk starts though. Ah, uh, that's the question. Is it Swerter or Monk? Uh, you have I Monk. Think Monk I starts. also I sixty forty. I I think it might be Monk because of the good. Uh, of course, he's college teammates with Fox. They have chemistry there. He shoots well. Werther also shoots well, but uh, Werther is a good ball handler. Maybe they'll need that more in the second five because Fox will not be there. They will have Davion Mitchell there. So it's a deep. You're correct. It's a deep team. If we look at it, it's a very. Deep it's team. a deep team because uh, you know we we know some names here, um, and yeah, even Holmes is there. Alex Len is there. One of our favorites. Even guys like Chumezi Metu were fantasy relevant, you know, towards the Trey end Lyles. of the season. Right? Trey Lyles, Davion Mitchell, Terrence Davis was supposed to be a good fantasy option last year before he, he was out that for injured. season ending yeah. injury. So lots of guys here that probably can surprise. Right? Yeah. Uh, who though could surprise us? Let's start there, I guess. Um, I won't say Sabonis will surprise, but I think people will be surprised with the Sabonis Fox combo this year compared to last year. I know Fox disappointed last year; he was one of my favorite last year. But I think this is his year. Uh, Fox and Sabonis will have bounce back seasons. Sabonis, especially, I feel like he's gonna go crazy this year. He's gonna really perform very well in his first full season in San Sacramento. And then I think, in a way, Fox will surprise because he's being drafted. I think in the forties, right? And I think this yeah. might be the year that you can, if you're punting certain categories, this might be the year that you can pick him in the thirties, because uh, there is no Halliburton. I mean, there's no other better way for the team to tell you that this is your team by trading away probably the best rookie or best young player they've had in years. So it's confidence building for him. He's gonna score tw- in the twenties. You know, get a lot of assists. Free throws will suck, but he's 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 gonna be gonna be uh, a little surprise for me. But if surprise surprise, maybe Keegan Murray. Yeah, I actually like Keegan Murray. Yeah. Uh, what he showed, what he showed in summer league was you know interesting, yeah. to say the least. And yes, and, you know I I want to wait to see what the preseason uh, looks like for him. Although he he just got an injury. I think he just yeah. went through surgery, so I'm not sure. I think on the hand. So I'm not sure if that would affect his game, but I actually like Egan Murray uh, for he, among the rookies. He's going to be healthy. Uh, I, I, I heard he's going to be ready. I, I'm looking what his ranking is. I think he's being picked in the 100 range. When you, when you get to the 100s, after Jabari Smith is picked, Around the late nineties to early one hundreds, Keegan usually gets picked right after. 
maybe just a couple of picks after. And he might surprise people because there is a chance people are saying Jabari Smith could be the best fantasy option or fantasy rookie this year. And I agree. But there is a chance Keegan Murray might be uh, the next player after him or might even beat him because Keegan's a better, better uh, offensive player right now. Yeah. Might not be as good defensively, but offensively he's better than Jabari. And then defensively he's better than Paolo. So he's right in the middle of both of them, uh, both yeah. of those players. So there. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, Sacramento Kings. Any player, uh, so any player who you think will bust, will be a bust this year for. Can we keep on saying Harrison Barnes will bust? Because he always he always say he busts and he always busts, but people still pick him quite early. So yeah, I think Harrison Barnes will still bust. Uh, yeah, Harrison Barnes yeah, that... is the player that uh, when you pick him, uh, you will you will you're already hesitant to pick him, but you'll pick him anyway, and then you'll try to find lots of reasons to say he's good. Like, you'll make an excuse for him to say, no, he's good. He's been shooting threes. But he's had some good games, in fairness to him. Well, last year he started well, right? And we're saying, is this the year? Uh, he start, he's, now, he's now the number one scorer of Sacramento. He can shoot threes before he doesn't shoot threes and everything. And then what happened? And then we're talking about sell high, sell high, sell high. I remember that in our daily quickies, we're saying, oh, is this, is this tr- true? Is this not? And then, well, what happened? Uh, he just fell out of the earth. And, yeah, he, and, and during that time, know, people were selling him high and they, they got good deals. So Yeah, they know. got good deals. Uh, but in an experienced league, no one wants Harrison Barnes. Yeah. I mean, I, if, he's, if he's there he's in not the last... Even the, he's not even... You know, that's another thing. When you pick a player, he's not even a very uh, trade-friendly player to, you know, to yeah. send off to someone. Uh, he's probably a, uh, someone that you just insert as a package, but the value would not be as good. Right? So, so yeah. uh, um, how do you see Monk, though, in Werther's battle? Monk had a good year last year. Um, I'm also, I also feel he might not be as good this year, given that there's more players. Uh, more offensive um, players, I guess. In, in yeah, I think he's not gonna have the same year as the Lakers year because in the Lakers he was really the only guy they. He they was the number two out. guy, in the Lakers. Basically, because AD was almost out the whole yeah. year, he was basically their best, their only shooter. Well, he has Werther here. He has Terrence Davis here. Davian Mitchell might have to play shooting guard if Fox really busts out or plays well. So. Just too much competition. And of course, uh, he can't really play small forward. He's a little small. And then there's Barnes there. There's Basemore there. There's Keegan Murray there. Just too deep of a lineup for him to really... He's going to have games where he shoots well. He's going to have games where he gets, you know, four or five three-pointers. Because he's that kind of a player. He's a streaky player. But I'm I'm not intrigued with Monk this year. I'm not really interested in drafting him. When were you intrigued with Monk? Last year. Last Were year you? with the Lakers, because, uh, you know, with LeBron, that was a good fit for him. If, if he stayed with the Lakers, he'll be, you know, a better fantasy option. I think the guy here that we can maybe uh, just brush on a little is Rashawn Holmes. Yeah. 
Um, he was of course top. He was one of the biggest bust last year. Yeah, but there was a lot of issues there with him. Um, I don't know. We we found out it was a domestic abuse thing yeah. that apparently was fake, uh, not really true. So he was already uh acquitted for with uh with that uh case. So if yeah, but he has a bonus ahead of him. I know he's not gonna get a lot of minutes. Not gonna get a lot of love. Uh, so bonus injury will change that though. So bonus injury will change that. Just people have forgotten about him. And just just what I wanna say is people have forgotten about him. But uh, just keep his name in mind. Uh, if Sabonis gets injured, or maybe Keegan, or maybe some some other you know starter. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the Sacramento Kings. For you guys, um, let's move on to the Toronto Raptors. Another team that maybe well they have changed some some pieces here and there, but uh, not major changes. Uh, so far, Van Vliet most likely starts. Uh, Trent obviously starts. OG starts. Scotty Barnes, yeah, from the starting five is pretty much set, I guess. Um, yeah. And the five. starting five would probably be the only fantasy relevant guys there. Um, I don't know, Boucher. Boucher has dropped off a bit, uh, a lot in the drafts. No other, no managers are now as high as on him as you know past years. Yeah, for certain reasons, no Pascal Siakam is the guy that's you know skyrocketed up draft boards and rankings. He's top yeah. twenty five, sometimes top thirty at the very least, and he's people have have him as a center, as their center, and that's probably one reason. He's because rebounding is gonna improve his field goal percentage which is really low is gonna improve maybe even more block shots he's not a blocker but if he plays center that's gonna help him so that's probably one reason and that's probably one reason Boucher Boucher is not being talked about as much for one he's very very uh uh inconsistent number two the coach hates him we know that and now the coach has not only Otto Porter the coach has Tadeus Young the, the coach has a youngster in Precious Achua he has Kem Birch. He has Bo Cruz. So, uh... Bo Cruz! <laughs> I mean... One uh, show, one show. Who, Bo who? Cruz just, just won uh, just won the Eurobasket. Yeah, we shot what, seven threes today. I, I don't see how a guy who couldn't get minutes when they didn't have anybody suddenly get <laughs> a lot of minutes when they have a lot of players uh, in, their, in their lineup. It's super deep. The small forward, power forward, center position is really super deep. Yeah. Scary. Scary even for me. That's why I haven't drafted any OG. Yeah, I'm a OG little lower is on one of the players that I think would um, has dropped in terms of you know yeah. uh, value fantasy-wise. Even Van Vliet has dropped. Uh, maybe because it, Van he, Vliet didn't, has dropped, yeah. he didn't have a good year. Uh, I think Siakam not really dropped, not really moved up, but I think the injury last year affected his draft position. But prior to that, he was going there within that second, third round range. So I think he just went back to yeah. where people expect him to be. Uh, Scotty Barnes has moved up as well. I think uh, he has probably somehow what? Has he leapfrogged OG 
already yeah. here. Easily. <laughs> that's that's not even a question anymore. Right? Uh, Scotty is Scotty's over over OG. By a mile. By a mile right now. Yeah, and he could be better this year after one year under his belt. Uh, and they run some offense through him. That's also another thing about Scotty. And that's why, you know, uh, one of the managers in one of the leagues said that he would he would have preferred Cade over Scotty. Uh, but we don't know still how Scotty's role will be here. And he could, you know, surprise us as well. Because he, you know, early in the season, he was what? Doing some triple doubles here and there, right? With yes, I, better I, I see some, stocks, right? I see some trades happening, though. Uh, this is just too imbalanced, this roster, right now. I think they have to make some moves to put to give Scotty uh, more minutes, you know. Uh, I, 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 and if that happens, I would like him even more. I would like him more. Right now, as you said, you always mention that he's going really high. I mean, people are picking he's him. going high, yeah. Yeah, I don't like it given this step chart. I don't like that right now. But if a trade happens, as was we talked about in our mock draft, uh, our actual draft episode, uh, that that will be that will be okay. Then that thirty rank will be okay if a trade happens. But you know, we don't know. We really don't know if that. So who surprises happen. us here? I, I will go Gary Trent. You know, Gary Trent is around. Wait, who nine. who finished? Higher last year was it Gary Trent or Drew? Drew Drew finished higher uh, last year. You you I, I think uh, I didn't check, but I I remember we had an episode where we talked about it and 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 we said that they're right up, right. They were close. They were close. They were close. They were close. Right. I think each other. Trent uh scaled back a bit. I think he regressed a bit towards the end of the season yeah. because of injuries yeah. too. I think he had some injuries as well. So yeah. So you have. You picked Garrett Trent surprising us. Yeah, I think he's uh 90s not, to 100 something. He's right not now. a very popular player to pick, even if he performed last year. I, I mean, he was performing are, top 30, right? People are not sure about his steals because that was just last year. Yeah. Last year, before that, he was not really good in steals, but last year he was really good in steals. So people are not sure is that a fluke? Is that going to continue? I think it 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 will go down a little, but still, still more than one a game, still more than one a game for sure. And then the three pointers still there, and then this step chart helps him even more. I mean, Ron Harper Jr. and Justin Champagne or or Danton Balano or Jeff Tautin, these guys are not gonna gonna be a problem for him to get a lot of minutes. So I think Trent should be in the seventies. Should be in the seventies. Right. Uh, uh, who he, who do you think will be a bust here? Uh, OG, I think uh, we talked about OG, but I think that's the easy answer there. Uh, he's still going forties, fifties sometimes. I think, I think it's just not there. This that's just, that's just not there anymore. He's not uh, gonna be a star, and fantasy wise, he's not gonna be the player we thought he was. Uh, I think the addition of Scotty Barnes hurt him a lot. Yeah, hurt him a lot. The opportunities, so, uh, the defensives, the stocks aren't there anymore. You know, because Scotty Barnes can play whatever role OG can play. Uh, and even better because Scotty can play what a point forward role from time to time. 
So I think, yeah, OG, I think OG has plateaued as well, uh, skill performance wise. I mean, yes. everyone thought he'll have a breakout season last year. Uh, but, you know, Scotty Barnes was the guy that really moved up last year um, in, during his rookie year. So, yeah, I, I agree. Toronto, uh, any, any one deep league uh, player to watch out for here? Uh, don't have anyone. Maybe, maybe Dan Lalano Banton. How about if, Flynn? If, if Van, who scored about, what? Malakai Flynn. Scored what? Uh, no, I think it's more of, I think Van, Banton might be the guy that will, 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 will get more minutes if Van Vliet goes down instead of Flynn. They like Banton and I think he has improved. He played for Canada, uh, in the America. Uh, and then in the qualifiers, and he was yeah. really he, he improved. So I think Banton. I would say Bo Cruz, but I don't think people are surprised about Bo Cruz anymore. He's he's yeah. not he's not a young player. He's you know kind of a veteran already. Yeah, uh, but but that's just that's just a joke. Uh, he, he's not gonna get uh, minutes here with with Toronto. Not enough. I think Banton because Banton can play point guard. Uh, as I said, the 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 guard. Depth chart is not that deep, so Banton might. Who's be the only... better? Who's the better Hernan Gomez anyway? Ah, uh, because we, you know, yeah. I think one 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 choice. Uh, okay, we... as a player in real life, but really is the better fantasy right. prospect. Yeah. Yeah. We've never really owned Juancho in any you know yeah. fantasy leagues ever. I think. Uh, but Willie always has that short window, small window wherein he's fantasy relevant. All right, let's move on to the last team, the Washington Wizards. Uh, yeah, some you know changes as well happened here in Washington. Uh, Monte Morris was added. Will Barton was there. He's now Bradley there. Bradley Beal, sorry, uh, Bradley. Kuzman. Yeah, Kuzman. Well, these guys are you know. The last year's players, but um, yeah, there's no more Thomas Bryant, which you know created some log jam there at the center position. Uh, so who do you think starts here? Uh, Monte, Beal are definitely starters. I think Kuzma starts. Um, Kristaps, Kristaps starts. Kristaps starts, but does he start in the center position? I think so. I think he'll start. They, they won't play him at power forward. They, they, he's a center. He's a center. They, they're not going to play the Gafford for Zingis or Gibson for Zingis. Chris, Chris Ups will start the center. The, the small forward position is up in the air. You know, they could go Rui if they need scoring. They could go no, with... No, but Barton. do you agree Kyle, Kyle Kuzma starts? Yeah, Kyle Kuzma starts. Kyle Kuzma starts. They could go Denny because Denny fits the starting five because he's, you know, he showed with his defense and then but uh, his ability to facilitate and contribute without the ball. So they could also go Danny there. So that's a question mark. I don't know either. Uh, I, I think it's Will Barton, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's Will Barton. I, I don't think, I don't think uh, they've... Yeah, I think they started Danny times for, you last know, year. last year at times. But um, with Will Barton there, I think he's, he's the... Well, at least... But, the, Popular just starter to, choice, I guess. Yeah, just to play devil's advocate there. Uh, Will, Will, though, is uh, a sixth-man guy ever since. So, 
like Buddy Hield when we talked about Indiana, there's a possibility they bring him back because that's his role, like Jordan Clarkson. I mean, these guys, this is just where they excel uh, before, yeah. where they excelled before. So there's a possibility that they think that way also, and then they start Benny. Instead, that goes, you know, uh, he fits the starting five. He's a young player that they, they want to develop. And then it puts Will Barton in a better position to contribute instead of starting with starting five and then not get, you know, attempts where he's really just a scorer. And then he's going to have to have, uh, have, have to compete with Beal, with Kuzma, with KP, you know. So possible. I mean, that's a possible situation there. All right. So who do you think surprised us this year? Monte. Well, I think last year I think everyone was surprised with Cal Kuzma. I think Cal Kuzma will not be as good as last year because last year Kuzma played most of the year without Bill. Yeah. And then he played a little only with Porzingis, which is later in the season. Now yeah. he has Bill and Porzingis. So Kuzma will 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 see some drop in his. He's not going to be the number one guy. He was a number one guy for them a, a lot of times last yeah. year because of the injuries. And I don't think that will happen this year. So he's probably the guy who could bust. Okay, Kyle Kuzma. But uh, a player who could be a sleeper, maybe not surprised, is Chris Tops. Uh I think he's being picked at the late 40s. He has, last year, he was top 24 when he was in Washington. I know, that's just a few games. but And he played until the silly season, uh, which yeah. is surprising. So Kristaps might surprise. I think if you can get Kristaps in mid thirties, you know, uh, it's a good, it's already, it's it's okay. I think that's where he could end up at the thirty. So he might surprise. He might he might surprise people who, who with his uh, performance this year. Yeah, but that's not a big surprise, right? I mean, you know, uh, I think, I think it's not the performance or the stats that worries everyone about. Porzingis, it's always the injuries. Yeah. Uh, the injury was like you said, uh, during silly season, I think everyone was a surprise as us when you know he was still playing towards the end of the season, uh, playing for nothing really. So yes. and playing without Bill. So pretty much that there's no there's really no sense in playing him uh, in terms of basketball basketball wise. Um so yeah, that's not a big surprise. Do you think Monte surprises? I'm hoping I think Monte's being I, picked him I, I think Monte's being league. picked already. Monte's already being picked where he should be picked. Um I don't think he surprises. People might think that he will become all of a sudden a top 100 player because he's now the starter there and there's no Jokic, but there's Beal, there's Porzingis, it might not be Jokic, but he's not going to be a scorer in Denver, in Washington. The same as in Denver, there are lots of players who can score here. Unless Beal gets injured, then yeah, Monte will be surprising. But if not, he's what he is. He's a solid point guard, and spectacular. Really, not gonna be you know blow you out of whatever. But, but he's won't be hurt solid you. Play. I think the biggest asset, yeah, in Monte Morris' game is that he is his game is clean, very yeah. clean, no, very low, low turnovers, can shoot uh, effectively. Can shoot the free throws, uh, can shoot the threes. So overall, you know, if you were talking about Roto, he's one of the guys that you can, you know, pick towards the end of your draft just to help out in certain categories. But he won't blow you away with big stats, right? Uh, not a double double guy. Maybe he scores 15, 16 points uh, every now and then, but not really a big 
scorer as well. Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis, somebody. There's the tenth pick this year's draft. He had a terrible summer league. But in college, this guy was really good. He could play. He knows how to play. But uh, for deep leagues, maybe. Because uh, he has Beal. So, I don't know how they will use him. But he's I a good I still can't understand why Beal has fallen off a lot in drafts. Um, because the past few seasons he's not been good. Uh, he's he's been rank his ranking has really dropped the past the past few seasons. His score, his shooting has really been bad. The the past few seasons. Two so years I think ago, people, was he bad? He was uh, with Westbrook. A couple of years then. already. Number well, number one, he hasn't uh, been able to finish seasons. Yeah, with injury, so uh, given that, and then given the the field goal problems, like the past two seasons, forty five percent, forty five percent, then three points wise has been very low. Uh thirty percent. His free his three points has been going way south. Thirty eight, thirty six, thirty five, thirty four, thirty. So <laughs> I think people are seeing like the progression of it's going down, and then his injuries. Uh, and then the you know maybe no, that's it's, it's the, just surprising because you know last year he was injured most of the year but he went what first round in a fourteen team yeah. league so that drop off from that to this year like he's been going what third round second round late 30, second yeah thirty I think third, uh, third, third round. round was the third more round. common uh, ADP for him. So that drop off is really surprising for me, and I always I feel like, you know, that's if he drops the third round, it looks like he could be a steal there, uh, given the skill that he has. I I agree. I agree with you. Uh, there is a possibility there that he bounces back also. Um, if you can get him at 30, 32, 33, 34, I think that's good. I mean, instead of SGA, I would rather go to him yeah, instead right. of. Right. Uh, I mean, how about Mitchell? I, Donovan Mitchell, for example, who has dropped. I, I, I'd rather go to Beal this year than Donovan Mitchell. I think, uh, given. But you know, Mitchell has sometimes you know gone first over Beal. He has dropped. I mean, that's that really uh, confuses me a bit. Uh, but I haven't really had you know that many drafts yet. I've just had two, so I don't know if that's the norm or or maybe. He might move up later on. Uh, but uh, yeah, just surprising for me to see a player that went from you know first round last year to just third round this year. Uh, just a big drop off. And considering that Beal is probably the what the number one guy in Washington. Still I guess people 1A, haven't one B. Yeah. I guess people also thought about forcing his effect on him because they didn't really play last year. So maybe they're they're including that into it. I don't know. That, that, that's possible. But again, I think the shooting woes have spooked people as well. Maybe they're thinking if he can he doesn't shoot threes that well anymore, then that's a big blow to his fantasy value because that's one of his strengths. So that's that's another thing. But there's n- I think you're correct in a sense that I don't think he's that good. He's not first round good anymore because of age and injuries and everything. But he's not third round bad that at yeah, the end. he should be at least yeah. somewhere there in the middle. But again, if he's going third round, I think he's worth a try, I guess. He's worth a Yes, play. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Especially Instead if he of... falls to what? Fourth? Around 38, 37? 
Oh, that's too low. I mean, if he falls that low, uh, yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> you should go get him. You should, you should go and get him there. Yeah. Uh. All right. So that that wraps up depth chart analysis for for us guys. Uh, we went through all the teams. All of them are gonna be posted in our YouTube channel. We also put clips there, so that you don't, you know. Hopefully, you listen to the whole thing. But if you don't have time for that, you can just go one team at a time and uh, listen to it uh, as you go through your day. All right, that's it, guys. Next week, uh, we still don't know what we're gonna talk about, but for sure, there's gonna be a lot of things to talk about. Plus, of course, the drafts that we do. Uh, we'll have, I think, three this week, uh, three drafts this week, uh, and then uh, I think four, if I'm not mistaken, four. Three, three, three. This I week, checked. What's twenty six? Twenty six is next week already. It's Monday. Right, Monday. So twenty six is next week already. All right, that's it, guys. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to hit one thousand subscribers this year, this season, and hopefully our content. Uh, are helping you guys with your fantasy game and yeah and follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast we'll see you guys again in the next episode bye guys